Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I generally hope that the tips, tricks, and information that we share will be the catalyst for change. I'm your host, Adam Lane. It's time to dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, from Footballer Fit. I won't say it like that. Footballer Fit. Just Camille <laughs> there we go. Thanks for joining us, bud. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. This is fun. Neil, for the tens of people that listen to the show that might not know who you are and why you're such a big deal, tell tell all the people big who you deal. are. I don't know deal. about big deal. Um, yeah, so I am the creator of Footballer Fit. Um, the name of it, I always have to bring it up, but uh, my background was uh, I played professional soccer uh, for six years. And then I actually competed in the sport of CrossFit for a little bit, about two years after I retired from soccer, and then came up with my approach to fitness and what became footballer fit. Um, yeah, so that's Great. kind of a, that's a quick story of how it all came about. It's a lot longer than that. Well, I'd like to dissect that a little bit. So really quick. Okay. So, hey, I played professional soccer. Like, oh, okay, cool. Me too. What um, <laughs> I played, I played AYSO soccer through sixth grade. Not to brag, but I oh, started. Man. So, nice. um, <laughs> You know, there might have only been 13 of us, but that's okay. It doesn't matter. So right. how, talk about that, that upbringing just really quick, just to give people a bit more background with, because I don't know how you become a professional soccer athlete. Yeah. Um, in, in the States, um, it's a little different, you know, obviously worldwide. Um, but in the States, uh, let's see. I started at four years. Where'd you grow up? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Actually, to be more specific, some people know this city. Do you ever hear of Aliquippa? <laughs> no, but that's a fantastic name. Okay, so Aliquippa, believe it or not, it's where Mike Ditka's from. Um, oh, oh, uh, I should know that. Darrell Revis, Ty Law. Okay. Um, the list goes on. Jeez. Jordan Whitehead, who just had three picks against the Jets. Um, but so Aliquippa actually has sent the most athletes to the Hall of Fame. Um, anyways, I'm the first, probably the first pro soccer player out of Aliquippa. Huh. Yeah, but um, yeah, so... Frankie. Basically, you know, I started soccer four years old, um, did all the sports, but really fell in love with that one. <clears throat> once, once you get to a level, it's a little ch- different now, but when, when I was growing up, when you hit about 11, 12 years old, if you were good enough, you got to play club soccer, um, okay. or they called it cup at the time. Now it's club. So <clears throat> I remember I actually wanted to play football at the time. And my mom's like, you know, she didn't want me to play. She's like, just try this soccer thing, you know, try this team. It's a little better, you know, like it's better than travel. So I tried out, made it. And then I remember I actually, I loved it, but I, I remember what specifically got me like rolling with it was, um, David Beckham. If you've heard of David Beckham, mm, I'm bit. sure. Okay. A little <laughs> bit. Yeah. He's kind of popular. Um, he, uh, I didn't have cable. I remember I didn't have, I grew up on a farm, believe it or not, and played soccer. Maybe the only person that's done those two things. Um, <laughs> So I was watching, I went to my grandma's house to watch the World Cup. Beckham's, because she had cable. Beckham scored a free kick, uh, or penalty kick in the World Cup. And I, this is like the first game I ever watched. I was 12. I'm like, this is amazing. So I just like dug into it. Uh, and anyways, played tra- uh, cup soccer, high school. 
And then uh, I was always like the unsung hero, like uh, wasn't really highly recruited until my senior year of college had, <laughs> this is funny, had two D1 offers. One was from Dayton, University of Dayton. And I get there, the assistant coach brought me in and I sit down with the head coach. Dude had no idea who I was. He's like, who's this guy? I go, well, I'm not going here. So then <laughs> ended up going to Robert Morris and almost as a walk-on, I only I got like academic money. And, but first, this is the best thing ever. First um, two games we played Pitt and Duquesne. And they both said like, if they didn't recruit me, right. But it was, I was local. So first game came off the bench against Duquesne, scored a goal. Next game came off the bench against Pitt, scored a goal, started the rest of my career. Um, and it became a captain. And then after college, um, I got invited to the MLS, uh, sporting Kansas city didn't end up signing. So I didn't get drafted, but then got picked up by a USL team. So there's like different leagues, um, played in the USL with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. And then from there, I just played for six years, different cities, Seattle, uh, Harrisburg, Indianapolis, went to Poland for a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, six years later, then I had a kid on the way. Um, and I was like talking to my wife and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm done. I want to be a dad, wear jean shorts and cut the grass, baby. So then yeah. went into the office of the coach. I was I had another option to keep playing. And I was like, coach, I'm done. He's like, Schaefer, what are you doing? Um, I was like, I've got a kid on the way. I want to be a dad. And that's how I got turned what I was doing with, with soccer, how I was training and slowly converted it into what I do now with the, with the gym. There we go. There we go. So that, I mean, long story short, <laughs> no, that, and, that, and that's fantastic. It, it, it's interesting. We, it, you know, the, the other half of the business with, with our Oak performance stuff, a lot of, um, volleyball athletes, a lot, a lot of athletes in general, but we, we partner with the local volleyball club. And it's so interesting yep. to see how they, um, just everybody's different journey to different things. Oh, yeah. And, um, we, we have some athletes that are, they're doing the, the professional thing right now. They have to go overseas to do it. Oh, um, nice. Which, with volleyball. Yeah. 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 Which is good and bad, all kind of in the same breath. Um, they, they get to see the world and stuff like that, but a lot of times they miss their friends and family and, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, doesn't what last it's all, Yeah, exactly. That is the tough part is like you go into it when you're in it, you're like, Oh, I'm playing till I'm 40 or even late. Like you just keep thinking that's all you're going to do. And then eventually you start going, Oh man, what am I going to do after, you know? And that's when I started going, I was about, I had about two years left or, well, let's say I was 26. I think I retired at 28. I was 26. And I'm like, Oh man, what, like, I'm going to have to start thinking about, no, I didn't want to, but like <clears throat> start thinking about it. And then, um, so I actually worked at, uh, I started working at an orange theory at night okay. to kind of get into the fitness thing. And I was actually running my own, I was certified and everything. I was doing my own training at like soccer fields, ball work, but also some strength stuff. Um, okay. then I started coaching at orange theory, started doing CrossFit CrossFit really helped. Um, I did go a little overboard with it sometimes. Like I remember one morning, dude, I did, I don't know what, it was basically Murph, right? So let's say I had training. We trained at typically nine or 10 AM. So in the pros, you like train before 12, you're done for the day before one to be safe, like after recovery, but you train probably 10 to 12, get there at nine, you know, pre, you know, 
warm up, eat breakfast with the team, and then you recover after. Um, huh. But I remember like when I was getting into CrossFit, you know how it is, it can be addicting. And oh. I did, I'm going to pretend like I did Murph. I can't remember. It was like 500 air squats by the time I was done. Then I had training and my, I could not move. I'm like, this was a bad idea. So like ever since then, that's when I started going like, oh, there's some stuff that I really like, you know, but not at, you know, 500 air squats didn't really do much for me as a soccer player, but like a hang power clean did, um, a box jump did. So those are the things I started as my career was going, like I would dabble with stuff and it's how I came up with the program we have today, which continues to evolve. You know how that goes, like tweak yeah. things. If it, if you don't evolve, you're left behind, basically. If you don't tweak it on occasion, you know? Yeah. No, and I, I definitely think I upset our membership base at times because I will I will I will pivot some of the things that we do. Oh yeah. Um, I just did that with ours. No joke. <laughs> and you get well, yep. I mean, they, 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 they like the routine of things, which is good, yeah. which is good. However, if you, you just get stuck in that routine, like all of a sudden we, we plateau and we don't get any better. Correct. It might be comfortable, but maybe I don't want you to be comfortable. Maybe I want you to be uncomfortable to yeah. a point, not, yes. not, not crazy or anything like that. Right. Um, talk about – so talk about football or fit. What do you do for the adult population in which for them to be happy, healthy, and strong? Yeah. So um, programming-wise, we'll start with the gym-wise. Um, it's run very much like a group fitness studio. So morning classes, afternoon, evening, um, the program is based around, we like to call it a soccer inspired approach to fitness. So you build strength. Yes, but it's not just a five by five deadlift. It's not just, you know, just strength. It's not just endurance either though. Like, so a lot of people think soccer players just run. It's like, no, actually the majority, believe it or not, do not like running. Like you just have to do it. Um, like if you told a runner to go run a marathon, a soccer player to run a marathon, like no. And they probably, they could do it, but it wouldn't be fantastic because it's more sprints, recover, sprints, recover. Um, <clears throat> really good one to test. I'll tell you about it later, but it's called, they're called man use. It's a really good replication of playing in a game. Um, but then also the athleticism. So, <clears throat> excuse me what we base our whole program about is building strength. And like we, yes, we use barbells, dumbbells, stuff you would do in a sport performance program. We do do endurance. Um, so endurance, we, you know, it's just conditioning, however you want to call it. Uh, we use ergs, uh, battle ropes, sleds, um, something to keep a steady heart rate. Sometimes it's up and down. And then we incorporate athleticism. That's the one thing that, <clears throat> I, I love trying different group fitness studios, right? Different programs. Right. The one thing I feel like the majority do not touch on is athleticism. And what I mean by that is balance. It doesn't mean you have to do a, you know, 40 inch box jump, but like yeah. being able to move laterally, not just up and down, um, balancing on one leg. Um, what did we do today? Actually that, uh, Oh, like we, we actually just speaking of changing the program a little, we've, brought in the jump rope i wasn't using that at first um just because it's a skill and it could be tricky sometimes yep we brought it in and it was awesome people loved it but like that is being able to just bound on your toes you know something a bodybuilder might not do but as an athlete you need that um and i feel like that's even how we you know even though it's great for athletes i also feel like for the for adults, it's just as important, 
you know, whether you're chasing your kid down the, down in a, in a playground, um, you know, you want to go skiing, like whatever, as an adult, um, those little, you know, those, those components of, of how we train, how I would train a professional athlete is how I train, you know, the adults and mass population, but you know, a little more modified <clears throat> in group fitness. People don't want to rest five minutes between efforts, you know, they don't want to sprint hundred meters and rest three minutes. An athlete, no. you know, a pro, you would do that. So yeah. we might do hundred meter run on the, on the runner, rest 30 seconds, hundred meter run. Rest. So it's similar, but yeah. adapted for the, for the, for the masses. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably is, is safer too. Now, now you're not, right. your high end isn't as high end. A um, li- little bit more of a conditioning and cardio, you know, piece with that, you know. Right. So Keeping it fun I, too because fun, yes. fun is just as important as effective, especially for adult group fitness, right? Like keeping them on, keeping them going, um, you know, w- with sports, <clears throat> you can write the same program every week and just, you know, build on your back squat, build on your sprint yeah. because you know you're training to get better at soccer. So you're like, boom, motivated. Once you get after playing, it's like, what can you do literally just to stay consistent sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, it, it's, it is funny how, <laughs> I mean, that's very similar to what you just described with the, with our youth kids. Yeah. Um, especially early on a, a very simple, like bedrock approach, power athlete style, yep. um, you know, in- increasing the squat every, you know, every week, increasing the deadlift every single week. If I rolled yep. out the same program, with the adult program, there'd be anarchy. Um, I know. Cause they're like, we're deadlifting again. Like, well, we're, yeah. we're getting better at it. So we have to do it. <laughs> um, it, it's funny that oh, it's funny. Yes, you could, you would, could do the same. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. It's almost like the adults need more more variation with the whole thing. Yes. Um, which I might argue they may maybe need less variation. Yeah. They need to kind of you know stay in their lane. Yep. Um, the the athleticism piece that you brought up there, I, I think, is really interesting because I, I I'm amazed um, at almost 44 now how when I go to do something athletic, yep. um, I either a have to think about it more or b yeah. it just doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um, you know. You know, dad's playing basketball in the, you know, in the driveway and I go to make a move going, oh, wow, that was slow and clumsy. And right. I'm looking around to see if my neighbors saw that. Like, oh, yeah. God, geez. I, you know, yeah. I, you no, know, I, I have a it. rep to keep in the neighborhood. Oh, like, hell oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so I still play adult league soccer. When I got done, I specifically remember after playing, I took a little time, uh, not off. I kept working out. But like away from like the athletic stuff, not not a ton, just more than I was doing. And then when I go play adult league, let's, let's say I would just lift and then just run, like not not much else. Um, I remember I'd play adult league soccer and be like, oh, my, I feel like my I'm in quicksand. Like it was the weirdest thing. Now I'm 34. <clears throat> you know, I, we we still play like we're we're still we're supposed to be in an over 30 league but we have some good players on our team. So we still play guys right out of division one college and they're just running. Like we're like, dude, slow down. But like we, at least being that, like I'm keeping my athleticism, I could still like, you know, move. But for a while there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, where'd my, I, I can't jump right now. What's going on. And I started incorporating it more again. And that's when I started really going like, Oh my gosh, this is just as important for me at 34 as it was at me at 24. Like it really is. Yeah. Maybe I'm not going as, again, maybe not doing a high, high box jump anymore, like as much as I did, but just doing a box jump keeps me springy, you know? Um, and, and then like, even though everybody could do a box jump or not everybody, um, 
you know, if you go from not ever doing them and then you on say you're chasing your kid and you have to jump to catch them. Like if you never do a box jump, that's when people can get maybe hurt because they haven't done it forever. Then they go chase their kid and he's about to fall and they jump and they pull their hamstring. Whereas if you at least have it in once a week or something, your body is at least accustomed to it a bit where it's ready, you know? So it doesn't have to be for sport. It's just for life. It's funny to look back to the stuff that we did back 11 years ago to the the stuff that we're doing now. Oh yeah. Um, So so many changes and i think one of the, one of the big pushes is that like 99.9% of our training was in the sagittal plane it was yeah. it was all like you know straight up straight down squatting and deadlifting and yep. da, 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 you Me know too. so to do to do a cossack squat you know or lateral lunge type thing oh my god frontal plane work insane oh, yeah. um so now we work so much more of that stuff and we 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 work really hard to um, we got some jammer arms because I, I wanted to work some rotational stuff. Like I can't have a strong guy deadlifting 315 and then all of a sudden it snows. Right. And and he's, you know, shoving yep. his driveway and throws his back out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so that the, the transverse plane, the frontal plane stuff, I think is so neglected. Yep. Um, specifically in sport. Like I, I definitely think there's that baseline. Like you, you got to get strong and stuff. But holy cow, I think so much of that of athlete training just need not be you know, vertical jump, you know, right. Broad jump. Broad like, jump. There, there, there's gotta be so much more to, to what's going on there. We get some pushback because th- they're not good at it or it's a little different or may, they, they don't feel the burn. You right. Know, like right. They, uh, they do, yeah. you know, in other movements. Oh, Adam, I just want to bench press. I don't want to do this, you know, single th- arm. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Cable yeah. row. Yeah. yeah, I know. Oh, um, I know. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We got some of those anchor units that I love them. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yep. So, oh, did you, do you like them? I love them. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've been looking into them. Um, you're talking the ones that you can mount and it's like a cable. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cause like <clears throat> we're looking at them cause we use bands all the time. But the oh. bands literally rip. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, not that they're crazy expensive, but like thinking that an anchor, you could put it anywhere, you know, it's probably going to last almost forever. I mean, the thing's a tank. Um, yeah. So you're liking it. Yeah. No, I, and and I think specifically just because we're able to get the same tension all the way through. Right. Um, you know, the, the band is tough because like the band is oh, it, like it's too easy where I want it to be hard and it's too yep. too hard where and I want it to be. And if it's not easy. new, that one's easier than the one that's next to it, you know, if it's brand new. Yes. Absolutely. They're both blue bands, but Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh yeah, I I just had to replace a bunch and cuz like I was doing banded pull-aparts and I'm like I don't even feel this. And then we got the new ones in. I'm like, oh my gosh, there we go. That's a good one. You know what I mean? Talk about because because when you're when you're blurring all these 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 things together, specifically that athleticism part, yep. and you have 45 year old Julie come to your gym. <laughs> yep. What's what's the process? How do you how do you get her up to speed? What? Because I can see a lot of people like, oh no, that's that's too much. That's too scary. What? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. No. Um, one, we always we always give modifications. You know, most gyms, of course. So. Even in the in the notes, we'll say so. Let's bring. Let's say Julie comes in and first time in class. And Julie, welcome. You know, we do. We focus on three components: strength, endurance, and athleticism. Right away, tell them like some of these movements might look complex, but don't worry. There's always modifications. Everybody started where you are, right? For the most part, 
Um, you know how it is most, most when they come in, think everybody's like a crazy athlete. It's like, actually the majority are not. Most don't do pull-ups. Most do ring rows. And that's one thing I always say, even though like, that's one of my modification things I say to, uh, new members. When I say like, Hey, it might look scary, but don't worry. The majority of people in here, for example, a pull-up, I'll tell them most don't do a pull-up. seems like they do. Cause we have pull-up bars. Almost everybody <laughs> goes to the TRX and does either ring rows or we call them vertical pulls. Where we no. cross, yeah, cross our shins at the bottom and use your legs a little bit if you need. I love those. Oh, I, I love them. Now, as, same thing in the way they you know, pull up. Now we're able to still get that vertical pull. And, yep. Yeah. That's the one thing I feel like, you know, a lot of people just probably because it's easier to do a ring row to set it up because it's there. But I'm yeah. always like, it's totally different than a vertical pull, than a pull up. You know, you're going vertical versus horizontal. Um, but, anyways, with the athletic stuff, like say we're doing, like we do ladders, you know, sled pushes, battle ropes jump rope, other little things too, like lateral <clears throat> lateral skaters. Ooh. I actually wouldn't say new people coming in, it's actually not as big of an issue. They're just ready for something new. And we always give them modifications. Like today with jump rope, if you couldn't do a jump rope, <clears throat> we just did quick feet and a little hurdle as a modification. I would actually say it's more when we get people that are coming from CrossFit or something where it's so up and down, forward and back, that when we throw in a ladder, you know, a lateral lunge, it's telling them the importance of it. Like, hey, yeah. I, I know you don't do these often, but just give it a shot for a, a couple of weeks. For a, you know, like, trust me, you'll feel better. You don't have to go as hard and you're going to start feeling better and you're going to start seeing the results even though you're not just doing a heavy deadlift. So I actually think it's more that someone coming from another program into ours, someone new to fitness, they kind of take it right away and it becomes their brand, their, you know, like what they fall, fell in love with for the first time. I, yeah. I'm still going back to this athleticism. I, I think it's interesting. Like if you look at those three components, yep. <clears throat> when, when anybody gets like too hot and too heavy into like one specific one, they get too crazy into the endurance thing. Yeah. They, they, they run 40, 50 miles a week. They end up with shin splints and yep. stress fractures and blah 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 blah. Yep. people that love the strength stuff they keep you know that's great squat tober is coming it's 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 an amazing time you know yep. that, that's awesome but they they keep you can always add weight to the bar and add weight to the bar add weight right. to the bar and now all of a sudden something start oh my shoulders wonky hey my low yeah. back this knees my hips blah 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 blah, blah. Yep. the 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 athleticism thing is kind of the piece in my opinion that that ties it together that, that yes keeps people healthy Yes, which, which is fantastic. You could still you could still be strong. You could still have endurance, and really that that's our angle too. Like obviously we're oak strength. We believe that strength is that that foundation of the pyramid. But like, 100%, yeah. I need to be able to walk up the stairs, and not get out of breath. You know, right, right. <laughs> like, well, oh. I always I always like when I was training for soccer, professionally, in the off seasons I would test things. So I specifically remember one off season. I'm like. Okay, I got to get my weight up a little bit, right? Uh, <clears throat> I was I was a stronger soccer player, I guess you could say. Like, um, I played outside back. I was more of a win the ball and distribute. Um, okay. And I, but I also had to be fast. So I was out outside back. You're like a cornerback in the NFL. Like you're, it's a great best way to explain it. So I had to cover these fast receivers, um, mm -hmm. but I also had to be able to tackle them, right? So some one off season is when you could test it, right? And then once you got into preseason, you would adapt. But I tried to lift heavy one off season. I came in, I felt just lethargic, right? You still play fine, but you know your game's not there. Like it's not quite what it's used to. So then, you know, did a little more endurance. 
one off season I did all running basically. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get in the best running shape. See how this goes. I felt not lethargic, but I didn't feel as explosive, right? Cause I, I left out the power cleans in the agility stuff as much thinking like, Oh, I don't need to work on that as much. So that's when I started going like, yeah, you can build strength. You need it. Of course. Yes. You need to build your, your engine, your capacity. But like you said, what's that middle ground that brings them together? It's doing a little bit of both and combining them with something that uses both, which is like a box jump or which is like a broad jump, you know, where it's using power and strength, but also a little bit of that, I don't know if it's called endurance, but you know what I'm saying? Plyometric, you know, how you run, you're bounding from one foot to another when you run. So using that in a ladder, being able to transfer the strength and endurance into another movement, like an athletic movement. So that's when I started going like, there's got, there's got to get that great. You got to get that middle ground too, you know? Dude, not to, not to brag on my athleticism here, but I, I did, um, I was walking down the stairs the other day and I miscounted my stairs and I thought I was on the bottom and I still had one more step. That's the worst. It's, it's the worst. And it's funny how like all of a sudden with, within a a hundredth of a second, you have to, ah, you know, adjust and I stuck it, but it's like, you know, this is like, seriously, like that was my dad. Like, yeah. That's how dad blows the Achilles. Yes. Exactly. Um, yep. You know, and, and so like it, it's, it's stuff like that, that I think is, is, is so important that I, you know, for for you to have it as a, as a cornerstone of your program is such a big deal because man, it's, it's that one injury that like, yeah, it, it sucks you back for so long. It's, yeah. Yep. Oh. And it's like, and I've seen it, like I've seen players, you know, that maybe they just do bodybuilding, for example, and then they go play. And they get hurt. But if you think if all you do is bodybuild and then you have to go sprint, yeah. like, oh boy. Same with if you only run and then you have to go lift something heavy. It's just like, yeah, there's in life, there's so much that happens that's not just lifting and running, you know? It's that yeah. middle ground. And I, honestly, I love it too because you could do, there's so many different, we went away, we didn't go away from it, but like we just started incorporating it even more. Just like you said, like I just changed our model a little bit where we can incorporate more athletic stuff because there's so many fun things you could do from ladders to lateral ball, rotational ball slams to, I mean, the list goes on. Like literally, you know, trampoline sprints. We don't have that in there, but I've thought about that. You could add those in, oh. you know, uh-huh. uh, power athlete, big into that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. That is, you do 20 seconds of an all out sprint on a trampoline, you are gassed. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, well, even the coordination, I know I've tried that. Like, even the coordination just to like, it's hard, stay e- even and smooth. Yeah. And did it like, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like, one foot starts hitting a little funny. And then all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> right? It's like, yeah, loose lug nut, you know, yeah. going down the, the road. So, like, whether you call it athleticism or, yeah. you know, you know, coordination, just, whatever. Dude, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That and, and balance, I feel like it's a big one. Like if you always do things on two feet, like a deadlift or a squat, um, I mean, you're almost on one foot more than you are two throughout the day. Yeah. You know, when you walk, when you go upstairs, all that kind of stuff, you know, what the, this always bugs me. I don't know. I just told this to somebody movements that people kind of one for me is the sit up. I don't bash on it. Like when I, I used to wrestle too, and all we did was push up, sit ups and pull ups. And I was, I looked like Rocky from Rocky four, but like, the, no, I wish the, uh, especially with the hair, man, he had great hair, but, uh, <laughs> but like the sit up, even though it's not like crazy, uh, crazy movement, think of how many times you, I always think I sit up so much in the day, getting out of bed, watching TV, getting up, playing with my kid. It's a sit up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought about that, but that I just told it to somebody, I'm like, Cause they brought up Instagram, you know, like the movements that you'll see on Instagram. I'm like, 
Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. single leg bozu jump rope with a Turkish get up. It's like, nah, you don't really need that. But like a simple Herschel Walker, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. That's all yeah. he did. And then ran like five miles. That was his daily routine. He yeah. was pretty good, you know? Um, but it's, I, I love, like, there's so many movements that are basic that people forget about that are so, so important, you know? I, I just saw Kelly Storette had a whatever thing on Instagram, a little real thing, and talking about, like, his, gosh, what was it? Like in, it was in his living room. It was like his three f- favorite balance devices, and one one was the slack block, um, oh, yeah. which uh, I'm a fan of. Yep. One was it was it was almost like a it almost looked like a a, a skateboard, and then it had a, a a slack line running across it, and it was always Ooh. only maybe like three feet long or something like that. Yeah, but literally like it was like a slack line you could do when you're you know while watching wow. TV. Wow. And then the other one was the um, oh gosh, what's the the, the foot collective, um, like the the pipe that I don't know what it oh, is, yes. maybe an inch, inch pipe, yep. inch and a quarter pipe, or something like that. Yep. Um, whatever with braces on the side, so it doesn't doesn't roll on you. But then you walk and move and pivot and 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 stuff like that. And again, the the the, the balance piece. And yeah, I, I hate to keep bringing this back up, but like what I see, especially with 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 older population, is that if if my dad falls at the age of seventy five, yep, like and and has to have major surgery, like for him to come back right. and is going to take forever and right. honestly probably might not completely happen like, right right for him to put the muscle back on that that he loses and not that he's a big muscle bound guy but like you know he's he's doing okay for a 75 year old guy right um That's so awesome. stinking hard i yeah. i blew out my wrist in jiu-jitsu had that reconstructed 18 months ago and i still feel finally it finally now yeah oh my gosh yeah well and i i i, I put on weight my my right arm just completely I don't want to say completely atrophied, but like yeah. I, I lost so much. Yeah. Which then my sleep was off. My nutrition was off. Yep. Um, Your workout I, routine I gets off. I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. Gosh, that's so brutal. Why? Because of one little injury thing. So yeah. I think that at the end of the day, I think might be the, my favorite thing about, your athleticism piece because yeah endurance yes endurance is good you need yep. you know that strength absolutely we need that strength but that athleticism piece which is the non-sexy part right of what you're doing right is that's and is that's that's the oh, most important that's the hardest part when it's group fitness if you're doing a personal training session and someone wants to be better at, so- at soccer right which we do um like i kind of still do not still it is part of what we do i still do remote coaching for like athletes um, and, and in the gym, but it's, we're mainly group fitness. So like if I train a, um, a kid and I say, Hey, you're going to do, or an athlete and you, I want you to do balancing. They'll like, they want to get better at soccer. They're going to do it. Sometimes when you get in that group fitness thing, all they want to do is see their calories, right? We've, we've all been there. I've been there. Like when you see it at orange theory, you're like, this is awesome. I just burned X amount of calories. So like when you throw in like the five dot drill, the agility drill, right? It's going to bring their heart rate down and it's not as sexy, but it's like, I'm telling you. So it's, it's like how you coach it basically, right? Like how to say like, look, this is more important than just getting on that assault bike and sprinting every, like, yes, that's going to get your heart rate up. But this, how many times are you actually on an assault bike during the day? Only at the gym. How many times are you balancing on one leg? Literally yeah. all day. Um, yeah. But I'm with you. Like I, it's, so that's the one thing that I do continue to play with is how to make it fun. So they come back, but also our approach, you know, keeping that athletic part rather than just calories and, you know, back squats, if that makes sense. And I'm sure you deal with that too. Like it's that, it's that gray area, you know, of like, you need this, but let's make it fun. 
you know, um, in effect, like a plank. We do a forearm plank. That's probably the least utilized movement in group fitness and probably the best thing for everybody. So I throw it in, but I do like before it, I'll throw in something that gets their heart rate up a bit so that when they do get into the plank, it's like, I'm sweating. This sucks, you know? So yeah, man, I'm with you. Every time I see the app, it's my favorite thing to write too, you know, because that's what's helped me the most is that athletic portion rather than just, heck, we one of our taglines is stay athletic. So it's not because we do train adults, right? Stay athletic or live athletic, you know, rather than just like, be an athlete or unleash your athlete. It's like, no, stay athletic. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's important. You know, the, where my head went when you were talking about, you know, you know, just, oh gosh, the, it's not just the back squat. It's not just like those things are, are, are good and important. Essential. And yeah. it's nice, nice, easy way to track your progress. Like, right. Hey, I, I was squatting here and now I'm squatting here. And, and at some point, that might stop going up or yeah. even be harder to go up, but you, you can improve in other manners. You can, you, you can see yourself grow in other manners. It's not just how, how long I ran. It's not right. just how fast I ran or, or was on the bike or like, again, right. all that stuff is good, Yeah, but like you can improve in other modalities yes. as you get older. Right. And, and happy. And it just might not be as sexy as the, the orange theory. Oh, look how many, how many, thingamahoos i got in the orange right. zone like right. that's that's that, great that's there's cool. nothing yeah. wrong with that. yep but it there's more to health and and fitness than than just you know whatever yeah. The, yeah. The, yes yeah. and that doesn't think where that it's hard i think to to, to measure balance unless you get into yep. the force plates and things and, and right. whatnot but i think you feel it i, yes. I, I think that's the thing once yep. you you improve it you feel it you're like oh okay yep man yeah. i i would have fallen over a month yeah. ago but now Exactly. And, and it's tricky too. Like we actually have heart rate. We have my zone at our gym. So we do, we okay, do yeah. do heart rate tracking because we do one, one portion that we always keep. And we actually have this as an online program is we do running intervals um, throughout the week. So like 12 minutes of just intervals, because that is huge with soccer. So that's something we, we bring across, not every day, but it's like, you know, let's say our endurance day, we do intervals. Yeah. So we do like a pro soccer player. You typically wear a heart rate monitor at practice or in a game now, when I played, they only think they had them, but, um, they're, they're doing heart rate monitors during the game. Oh yeah. They, if you ever see them, it's like, oh. it kind of looks like a sports bra, but it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah dude, they, they track, basically it shows where you oh. run on the field for the 90 minutes. Um, your top speed, your, I mean, your heart rate. So it shows if you're in shape out, it's insane what they do now. Um, wow. Yeah. How much water you should drink because of it. You know, that's uh, just crazy. Um, when I play, it was just like, lace your boots up and good luck, you know? But um, yeah, like that's the tricky part is they actually see their heart rate come down if they're doing like a dead bug. And I'm like, it's, no. it's okay. Trust me, you know, like, um, but I will say now that we're, we're going on five years, it's, they get, you know, it's, it's, it takes time. It's crazy. But if you're, no. you know how it is, it's like, no. if you do something different than what they're used to, especially coming from another modality or not modality, um, you know, uh, concept approach to fitness. And it's something that where it is heart rate up a lot, or it is heavy lifting all the time to be able to, to have them be like, Hey, no single legs. Good for you. Heart rate down is good for you too. rest between efforts. Um, uh, but once they get it, and like you said, once they see the results, once they feel that their balancing is better, or, you know, what one person said to me, which was awesome was, um, Neil, like I just, I've never run, they ran a uh, tough, or no, sorry, a 10, 
10K race. And all they were doing was coming to our gym, never ran anything over like two miles. Um, but again, when we do running, we do intervals where it's run fast, slow, fast, slow, not just a long, you know. And he goes, I completed the whole course, didn't get hurt. You know, like that's where it shows like, oh my gosh, this does work. You know, even though I'm not, because we don't really track, like people want to track weights, they can, we have the app and, um, but most don't, but what, where, where they see it is when, like you just said there, they almost fall down the stairs and they go, oh man, if I wasn't working out, I probably would have fell there, you know? Um, and that's, I think the most important part, maybe not the most glamorous, but the most important part of fitness, you know? Yeah. I think it's interesting. I mean, you're talking about hey, we're doing something hard cardio and now we're getting down to hold a plank and it's like, oh no, my heart rate's dropping, heart rate's dropping. Yeah. If you're in good shape, your heart rate should, should be dropping. Drop. Yes. Like, yep. that, that, there should, it should be a race to the bottom yes. in that case. Yep. Well, um, that's, that's how we coach it. We say, one of, one of our lines is, hey guys, we love that, or sorry, it's great getting your heart rate up, but what's more important is being able to get your heart rate down. That shows your fitness level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, getting that, and then that's where you see results, You know, heart rate up, heart rate down all the metabolic reactions and um, is that's where that starts to kick in. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I love what you guys are doing. I, I think it's, I think it's a nice creative man. I know we try to integrate it just in one holistic system. I, I love how you, you make it a, a, a pillar up front. Um, which it. honestly probably helps lots of things where people know coming in like, Hey, this is not just, we're not just going to, I don't know. It's not just orange theory and we're not just going to, you know, squat heavy every day. There's, right. there's, we're looking for integration for, you know, a healthy athletic human. Right. Um, yeah. Which is awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's, it's coming along. It's, you know, how it is, it's, it's always, it's always, um, it, it, the program, you know, you have what you, this is what you believe in. And I feel like, and I do the workouts, you know, or, or I do them at home or whatever. Because how do I feel doing it? You know, like if you don't know what your workouts feel like, how do you know what your members feel like? You know, they could be, so yeah. it's always evolving. It's always adapt. I mean, I'm always adapting, um, learning, you know, how to like, you know, I follow, follow you guys on Instagram. I follow power athlete. I follow what are these guys, you know, what's, what's working. Um, and that's, that's really helped me too. Cause we're all, yeah. we're all in it together. Like I love how, you know, NC fit, almost everybody knows NC fit now, but how they say right we how's it rise the tides or um we oh yeah gosh it, it, we all go together Ra- however time raises all ships yeah like that. whatever that is quote that- is but it's true like you know and um as the fitness world keeps evolving it's like we learn from each other and it helps the whole thing grow so it's pretty cool excited to see yeah. what's what's coming so yeah no com- completely agree bud i can't cool. tell you how often i've i've, I've adjusted things, adapted things. I, I now, now that the wrist is mostly healthy, um, I, I'm now able to, to do the exact group program that, that, that our adults are, because I, I want right. to feel that, that stimulus. And yeah, even hey, if it's once a week, just, just to feel what they're yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I'm with so, you. There we go. Cool. We're up and out. Neil, people want to find out more about you cool. and the gym. Just see what you're doing. See the amazing things you're doing out in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Where do they go? Uh, Instagram, Neil Schaefer. Uh, I actually got my name, which was great back in the day. Um, footballerfit.com. F-U-T-B-O-L-E-R-F-I-T. So it's spelled a little more European, foreign, whatever. <laughs> oh, here it is. There you go. Unfortunately, you go. when someone asks how do you spell it, I have to start with F-U-T-B. 
<laughs> I did it one time to a, to a trialist and they were like, hey, how do you spell it again? And I go, F-U. And I was like, oh, shoot, T-B. <laughs> so now I say F-U-T-B-O-L. That's how I started. <clears throat> oh, what? Holy I think I lost you there for a second. Okay, there we go. I'm back. I, I lost you there. No, you're good now. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Never I mean, thought that, of it. That, that's like a memorable thing right yep. there, you know, in the way. Of, yeah. How do you spell it? It's F2. a good icebreaker. It's a good icebreaker. Yeah. Oh, completely. <laughs> completely. But that's it, man. Awesome. Neil, thank you so much, bud. Yeah, I, thank I, you. I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy. You got lots going on. You too. If you're a gym owner, go. you're a busy guy. No way around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Awesome. Well, bud, I appreciate it. You're the man. We'll, we'll put all, all the info in the, in the show notes and, and whatnot. Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. That's all we have for you today. If you have any questions or want to chat or interested in seeing what we're up to in between episodes, head over to Instagram and Facebook and follow at Oakstrength. Also, check us out at Oakstrength.com. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.